0: Welcome to the political snowfall. I'm the melted snowflake, and tonight we're joined by Pack and Patriots.
1: What's going on?
0: Uh, nothing much. Just getting ready to record. Obviously, with you.
1: Yeah, man. Listen, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm I am stoked to be on.
0: I'm glad to have you here. You're actually you actually inspired me to start the podcast.
1: Man, thank you. I've I my whole goal is just to been to you know just get people to out there talking and everything, so i guess i'm guess I'm doing my job right in some ways
0: yeah well um you have a podcast another podcast episode uh Fourth of July special if I'm not mistaken right
1: yes, I do it's actually gonna be the longest one i've uh, I've published but i've got um I've got interviews with a bunch of just phenomenal people um people that are heavily involved in the whole politogram movement uh yourself included um mm-hmm. but it's, it's going to be good i've got the conservative latina um of, among uh just a ton of other names um it'll be it's it's, it's going to be great it's going to be the best podcast i've done it's just going to have everybody on there in different segments yeah so every,
0: um everyone make sure to check out pack and patriots podcast where liberty dwells it's a really great podcast
1: Thanks, man. Listen, I'm glad you think so. I've gotten some uh, questionable comments from other people about it. So, I'm, I'm glad you think so.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Do you just want to get right into the topic for today?
1: Yes, yeah. yeah, sounds good to me about the, the riots in uh, Boogaloo, right?
0: Yeah, we're talking about the riots in Boogaloo today because a lot of people seem to confuse the two. They think that they're the same thing, and other people actually think that this is actually going to be some sort of movement for our country. The problem with this is that there's a lot of people, the the people that actually know about the Boogaloo know that it's for fighting for our freedom. And the riots are fighting against innocent citizens, private businesses, and just its own people. So that's not really a rebellion. Right. Well, I mean, it, it kind of
1: is. It's definitely not a revolution. I think that um, a lot of people are trying to compare uh, the riots and the idea of a boogaloo with the Revolutionary War uh, we fought in 1775, you know, six and onwards till the end of it. Um, I, I think that's false. Um, I think the riots are just riots. Um, honestly, there's no reason for them. Uh, at all the the protests that kind of streamlined into the riots were started of course because of the george floyd uh the criminal that got killed uh by the cop and i think i think everybody agrees it was murder i don't think anybody really uh disputes that uh the guy was a scumbag regardless um but i think everybody agrees it was murder. um but i mean in, in the in the thing of a boogaloo And the riots, I mean, they're totally different. The idea of Boogaloo is uh, to get rid of our current U.S. government. And I think that in some ways it has – that movement has similarities uh, to movements like the Sons of Liberty back in the Revolutionary War days. Uh, But also I think it's different as far as ideologies go because Boogaloo is very heavily uh, anarchist, and the Revolutionary War was very – Sovereign Republic mm-hmm. uh, so I, I think those are I think those are uh, very uh prudent to note,
0: yeah, I know that a lot of people try to compare the riots to the Boston Tea Party, which th- they're nothing alike in my opinion right because uh, the Boston Tea Party they didn't harm any private business owners, the only thing that they did was destroy the tea the tea, and with the riot, right. all you see them do is stealing burning businesses. And if I'm not mistaken, the only damaged property for the Boston Tea Party, besides the tea, of course, was the was a broken padlock, which the next day they came to replace it.
1: Yeah, which uh, that's one thing that always cracked me up is like they uh, they dump however many hundreds of pounds of uh, tea into the harbor. uh, And then the next day they got the uh, they got the guts enough to walk up with a new padlock to give it to the ship's captain.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I I agree with you. It's it's pretty funny because obviously you'd think that they wouldn't care about it, but it does show that they didn't care. They weren't doing this for because they wanted to. They were doing it as a statement against the British, and with the riots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the riots, it's not really like that because instead of instead of destroying the stuff, first of all, this is a corporation, and I really do not think that our government will really care about a business i mean obviously you already saw that they took away george floyd's life which in this case i will say that he, he was he was innocent i guess in this case he does have a criminal past and was definitely a criminal a lot of people the media mm-hmm. likes to make him some sort of angel i do yeah. not at all agree with that yeah because well if- i mean it-
1: he he died with uh, cocaine, fentanyl, and methamphetamines in his system. I mean, he was definitely he was definitely high on some drugs, or still semi high when he died.
0: Yeah, all right. I guess innocent wasn't really the best choice of words, but uh, he, well, he definitely I, uh, didn't deserve what he got for that this you know, particular case.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, no, I I mean I'll agree with you. I think that um, as far as the crime they accused him of, which was um, you know, intentionally passing a counterfeit bill, which is why the police were called in the first place. Uh, I I think he was innocent of that. I mean, honestly, uh, I've known actually a couple people that have paid with funny money without knowing that it was funny. Um, you know, they got up to the register and they got changed change from somewhere and they paid with it and they were like, oh, this is a fake dollar bill. And they're like, uh, what? So, I mean, I I don't think he intentionally tried to do that. But he was he was definitely he he was definitely criminal he was definitely a criminal
0: yeah he was innocent for he was probably innocent for the counterfeit we can't confirm this obviously because you would actually need to be George Floyd to know this and uh, right. not not only that but he has a very big criminal past if I'm not mistaken I know he was uh, in prison for drug use several times and yeah. I could be mistaken. I'm pretty sure I'm not, but I think he robbed a pregnant woman and beat her and pointed a gun at her stomach, threatened to kill her baby. Yeah, yeah
1: from from what I understand, he and um uh some cohort co- some of his cohorts broke into a broke into a house and while they were robbing it, he held the gun, you know, into her stomach and she was heavily pregnant. I believe 7 or 8 months. And, um, you know, threatened to shoot her baby and not her, which, you know, for a mother is probably the worst feeling in the world. And then, uh, yeah, he beat her before he left.
0: Yeah, he he definitely wasn't a saint. I will admit that. I, I don't think that he deserved what he got for obviously what just happened not too long ago. Right. But overall... I think that the media is using his death to uh, they're explaining his death to push for their political agenda, and obviously the rioters are just using this as an opportunity to get free stuff and destroy property. Oh, dude, well, without a doubt, and you know, the thing is, too, if the
1: rioters would have targeted stuff like the police station or government buildings, I think that. You would not have had um, that looked down upon uh, solely because of the different reasons why people want those places destroyed. I think the second they started targeting uh, businesses and stores and everything, that was it. Um, Mainly because at least they would have had a little bit of justification uh, for the government buildings. But as far as private businesses and even public businesses go... There's absolutely no justification that can be brought out of that mm-hmm. because it's just it's it's animalistic behavior and people are going to be like, "Oh well, that's racist, and I'm like, Why I thought both blacks and whites were rot riding if it's animalistic behavior that's it. it's not calling any race anything else,
0: yeah, there are The funny thing is that they obviously are calling this racist. I don't know where they got race involved in this. I think that they just saw he's a black man. So obviously it has to be racist. The media always does this stuff. Whenever a black man is killed by the police, they always say that it's racist. So when they saw when they saw him killed by an officer. They obviously thought that it was racism. I'm not sure if it was racism. I don't believe it was racism. I I did hear from someone, they said that they found KKK papers in um, the officer's home. I I looked this up. I could not find one source about it. I did find a police officer in Michigan who had KKK papers, but nothing about this officer.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I I think that is a real danger is um, Lennon. Uh, back in the uh bolshevik re- revolution um and I believe it was nineteen eighteen uh in russia and that's when russia uh, went communist um but you know he was he was talking about uh the masses, the people, and he said you know there's a lot of useful idiots out there that just believe whatever you tell them and they really start doing what you tell them and I do think that that is one of the most uh dangerous uh, if not fatal, things that our country's facing right now is we don't have a lot of people that think anymore. Most of them have fallen into the category of useful idiots who will do whatever the the media tells them or politicians or, you know, different people because they, they've got no brain.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know that immediately right after a lot of people said we demand justice right now. I know that sounds really great and all, but even though you think that he's guilty, even if you can guarantee that he's 100% guilty, he still needs his due process. And you might think, some people might think, why does he need it? We know he's guilty. But the reason why we need it is because if we take away his, then we lose the right to our own.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
0: And you know what? I, I do feel the need
1: to point out, too, is when these rioters... Um, And looters and protesters and everybody's kind of blended together. Um, You have a bunch of different areas where these people are coming from. It's not all from one solid area. You have people out there protesting stuff that's like totally different than Black Lives Matter or George Floyd. You have people protesting the government. You have anarchists. You have people protesting the coronavirus orders. You have, you know, just tons and tons and tons of uh, protests and you know I I do believe that the media is twisting a lot of this and trying to group everybody in together as like a boogaloo type type of event when in reality it's not it's like you know four or five different uh, factions and different uh, ideas and different groups are protesting different things and so it's not, you know, I mean, that's that's another thing that's not at all like, you know, a boogaloo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know that they had the Chaz territory. I think they changed the name to Chop. I, I'm not sure, but I heard that not too long ago. I think it was yesterday or the previous day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I heard that, it, that they dismantled Chop or Chaz or whatever you want to call it. And they took back the six or five or seven blocks of property that they took.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think that this is a dangerous uh, precedent for the future. Um. I think that it was a, as far as the the govern as far as the government goes, as far as the state government uh, in Washington at Washington State, um, I think it was a media ploy, because I think they were doing that to kind of try to stick it to Trump just a little bit more. And I, I don't believe it worked out very well for them, and I think that's why they finally went in and basically took their city back. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's just... The funny thing is that they're planning this quote-unquote revolution, but I I don't see one single gun at any of these riots, protests, except for the ones that the police had. I'm no expert at revolution, but I'm pretty sure that you would probably stand a better chance with the firearm.
1: Yeah, well, there's that, but then there's also, too, like, to make it a revolution, you have to have support for it. You have to have um, a clear direction. And I mean, kind of like our Declaration of Independence, you kind of have to have a de- declaration, you're in a revolution. And, you know, with that is, you know, usually it's not pleasant. And I think that a lot of uh, individuals, uh, American or not, are very soft in the sense of they don't want to get hurt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so the, the there, there will be no, I mean – People are changing definitions left and right now, um, but as far as the original definition of re- revolution goes, you will never have a true revolution uh, unless people are literally willing to die for the cause they believe in. And sometimes it's a good cause, and sometimes it's not. Because you got the American Revolution, but then again, you know, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, you had the Bolshevik re- uh, revolution, which was communist. So I, it's just it, you know, just depends.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. To me, the boogaloo has always meant we take back the freedom that we once had as a country. Yeah. And this whole Chaz, Black Lives Matter riots, whatever you want to say to me, it's always been either about pushing some sort of left wing agenda and trying to make the our country look bad. Because the first yeah, thing I, that they heard when when George Floyd died was instead of actually waiting for the facts to come out, they just screamed racist.
1: Right. Which you know, it's it's really unfortunate because you know the Attorney General, Minneapolis um, or Minnesota, came out and you know he said, okay, here's the charges. Which I mean they fit the crime. They weren't bad charges. I believe it was uh, manslaughter two and murder three. And you have all these people screaming, charging with premeditated murder, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the charges don't don't fit the crime. And in a court of law, they're not gonna get get a conviction because he's yeah. not guilty of the charges that they're charging him with. And then I mean, if we think it's bad now, just wait until he's handed back with an innocent
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, verdict. I mean, it's gonna get, it is gonna get like a little bit of war zone, I do believe, even more than it is now.
0: Yeah, uh, the thing is that if they keep on, if they keep on him with BS charges one after another, the court's gonna declare it a mistrial, and he could be, he could be set free eventually if they keep doing this and then there will be no justice because they decided not only are we going to get justice we're going to get more justice than is needed exactly
1: and oh so sorry go ahead
0: i I was just going to say it's just not right because if you do that then what's to stop them from doing the same thing to you
1: exactly dude i i agree with you 100 percent. i think that I mean, dude, there's so much uh history and so many stories and everything people just don't uh care about or care enough to learn. Um but do you remember learning about the Boston Massacre? Uh
0: yeah, I, I recall learning about it. It was a long time ago though, so I probably don't know much about it.
1: Yeah, well, it was um they're protesting the British uh stamp tax and they're protesting soldiers being quartered in uh civilian houses. Uh, and that is where the British uh, government or British army would come in to a house and say, "Hey, we're going to leave X amount of soldiers here. You have to take care of." Them. Um, and the people of Boston, Massachusetts, were very upset about that. And so it was a winter night, and so they started protesting. And then before you know it, it turned into back then what they considered a riot, which was more of a violent protest. But again, it it didn't harm any private uh entity business or otherwise and so they started throwing snowballs and bottles and rocks and everything at the British soldiers uh and the British soldiers ended up firing on unarmed uh Bostonians and you had um you had uh, I think it was five or six uh people that died Uh, among those was a black man um But, of course, back then you didn't have the racial stuff that you do now. Regardless, the British soldiers were ordered to stand trial. And John Adams uh, actually defended those soldiers. And he got uh, every single one of them off. And not only did he get them off, he presented his case in such a way that there was no riots or lynching when he got them off. And I think that is one thing that is vastly different from what this trial is going to be, is public influence really didn't sway the courts when John Adams um, defended those British soldiers. Well, uh, I, I, I cannot remember who the prosecutor was. Uh, but regardless, public opinion didn't really sway the uh, the courts back then, but public opinion definitely does sway courts and judges and all these other people now which is not very good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're trying to compare this to a revolution. I know I said this several times before, but someone, they were telling me that the riots, they're going to start a change because politicians are going to get fed up with all the destruction on private businesses or public businesses, any, any, whatever you want to say, small businesses, big businesses, they're attacking everyone. And
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I know that they're saying that this is for black lives, but they destroyed several black lives through the process. And now several families can't get any food because the grocery stores are just destroyed.
1: Exactly. And, and dude, the other thing too, is it's either, it's, it's either heads or tails with them heads is they destroy their own communities their own homes their own businesses and their own shops or tails they go to a very wealthy section of the town or city and just wreak havoc and destroy everything they can there mm-hmm. but then they're also you know wreaking havoc and destroying on the on the people that made it there because most of you know most of that is you know privately owned by people who've worked for it uh you know I mean color really doesn't matter in that in that sense. I mean black, white, yellow, red, you know, purple. I mean w- whatever color people are, it doesn't matter at that point they they they've worked hard to get there and riders just go in and destroy it and then nothing's ever done about it. Which, you know, at this point I think there should have been mass arrest made. I think the you know, National Guard that was deployed, you know, should have used real ammunition. Um Mhm when things started getting really bad because the the only way you're going to be able to talk to people that are that violent and that deranged are with even worse violence than they're doing. And then it stops.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that uh, someone, a, a friend of mine, they're not really a friend anymore because they went to extreme radical, but they were trying to tell me that if we riot enough, Then it's gonna cause a change. And I said, "Here's the thing: they already killed someone over this." I I talked to her about George Floyd. I said they killed him, and you obviously know that they didn't care. And I I respect police officers, the good ones, of course, but they are still part of the government. A lot of people don't realize that.
1: Right. And you know, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Go ahead. Yeah, my, uh, my point was that if the government didn't care about killing several innocent people before, why do you think that they're going to care about you destroying big businesses or small businesses? And exactly.
1: Then... And, oh, sorry. Uh, I'm going to interject real quick because you just brought up a really good point, um, and that is that uh, police officers are still uh, government employees, and they're still – um, especially with how they follow orders and everything, they're behaving a lot like the Redcoats did when they occupied the colonies. I mean, it's not, it's, I mean, there's still people and, and individuals understand that,
0: mm-hmm. but at the
1: same time representing something that is tyrannical, that is wrong. And I think that, you know, people should, not necessarily literally be up in arms, but I think that, um, hypothetically and figuratively, they should be up in arms to get that change. Um, you know, and, but I there's no way riots are going to do it because I mean, you know, like you said, the government doesn't care about killing innocent people, which we've seen time and time and time again, regardless of race.
0: Yeah, they're you really- know,
1: why, why are they going to care if people are rioting and burning down businesses?
0: Yeah, there's uh, several examples throughout history of them abusing their power. Uh, wounded Knee massacre, Kent State shooting, Japanese internment camps—that's a big one. Uh, Ruby Ridge siege, Waco, Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you, I'm sure you've heard of more than these, of course. Before. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you know, I I will say though that in in some of those in some of those instances, um. I mean, yes, they abused their power,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I mean, like specifically, like the Wounded Knee massacre. I mean, it was it was with soldiers who had been fighting Indians, and if if you go on campaigns like they were going on back then for literally, you know, a decade or two, it it gets to where you just don't distinguish who you kill if they look like the enemy. And, um, you know, it's it's something. And, and the Japanese internment camps, you know, same thing a little bit. And people may say, oh, this is super racist and all this other stuff. But when you're fighting a war um, from an enemy that is a different race, religion, creed, everything from you, and especially since America has been a predominantly um, – caucasian population and culture um you're you're going to imprison a fair number of them when when their ancestral home when their ancestral nation attacks you until you can figure out really what happened and i mean that and we can see that that is what did occur because after a few years of it uh, you know, of course, they were released, and uh, there was a lot of them that enlisted uh, into the United States military and formed very distinguished uh, battalions and regiments. But, you know, I, I think that, you know, they did understand why the government was doing that. You know, it wasn't necessarily targeting them individually. It was more about national security, which in a world war like that, when a nation surprise attacks you, you can definitely see you know, how that could be justified.
0: Yeah, I see how they could justify it. And um, I I could see how they could justify some of the things, but I I still think that in several instances of this, um, like Wacko Siege. uh, Oh, absolutely. I I, I think that they abuse their power completely. And even then, this is something that every gun owner in America should be afraid of. I I really think that they should be afraid of no knock raids.
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, that 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 wasn't like all that what i just said wasn't at all to defend the government and go oh you know yeah. they're not tyrannical at all i think our government now is more tyrannical than the king of england was uh when we went to war with them, you know in yeah. uh 1776 which i mean you know the 4th of, you know 4th of july is coming up really soon and um and i mean we're, we're remembering it we're celebrating becoming a country mm-hmm. but our government is so much more tyrannical than the crown ever was um not only waco texas not only uh red ridge but i mean or ruby ridge uh, you also had um oh i cannot think of the name of it. you had the fbi ambush some farmers out west a couple years i guess it was five or six years ago now um that were defying the federal government trying to take their land Mm -hmm. and um you know, I mean, there's there's countless countless uh, examples of that, and one of the things you mentioned, in no knock raid. Uh, there was a fella named Duncan Lamp in uh, Maryland, and he was. People were saying he was part of a militia or stuff like that. Regardless, he had firearms, bought them all legally. He didn't own any illegal firearms, and if he was part of a militia, so what? Big deal. I think everybody honestly should be part of militias, but the government has deemed it prudent to label him as terrorist. So they have the right to basically target anybody of those militias. And they did a no knock raid on his place, except it wasn't even a raid. They opened fire into his bedroom window, killed him in his bed, and wounded his pregnant girlfriend sleeping right beside him or pregnant fiance. And um that was it. The dude was white and they swept it under the rug and you barely heard anything about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no knock raids just think about all the gun owners in America, no knock raid. You could easily mistake that for a home intruder. You're going to be ready to shoot. And not only are you going to have your gun ready, but if the police actually get through the door, they're going to see you with your gun ready and they're going to shoot you. And you're going to shoot them possibly if you, if you don't know that they're officers, of course.
1: Exactly. There was a, there was actually a court case where that did happen. They had, um, the police had a warrant to do a no-knock raid, and they went to the wrong house, um, and they broke in because that's what it is, breaking in, and the homeowner killed two of them and shot three more, and um, they tried to throw him in jail for murder, and the, the case finally concluded with the judge saying, you know what? It was his private residence. Y'all got the wrong house. You know, he was kind of – I mean, he, he, of course, I'm not – him or anything like that, but he was basically alluding to y'all screw it up and you got what you deserve. That's all there is to it. It's a you know open a shut case. Yeah. And so the the guy ended up you know not having any charges pressed against him, and you know was released and found innocent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's several cases of of things like this and no knock rage that are just absolutely awful in my opinion uh i I think that uh also the patriot act that's another thing they violated that Mm -hmm. they violated the fourth amendment with that one a lot of people they think patriot act it sounds good so obviously we should support it and i think this is their strategy they try to make the name sound good and appealing to get it passed Mm -hmm. so as soon as you hear it you think oh yeah of course i support that who wouldn't want to support that and well there
1: is I mean, is that? But it's, it's so much more than that. I mean, all they have to do is market. Uh, I mean, it's it's all it's all marketing. Um, they market an image like the the Confederate battle flag, which was not the flag of the Confederacy, nor had it ever flown over any type of slave ship. It was it was a flag to distinguish Confederate troops in battle with Northern troops because the Confederate national flag resembled the United States flag. Uh, so closely, there was I, uh, quite a few friendly fire incidents that occurred and both sides came together and, you know, ended up the Confederacy said, we'll design a battle flag, which they did. But but you put an image into these people's minds, you know, and going back to um, what Lenin said, you know, with the useful idiots, you put mm-hmm. an image into their mind or you put. um you put stuff into their minds and then pretty soon it's just like boom, 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 boom. They start doing it, not even asking any questions. And, you know, like you were talking about with the names, I mean, you get a catchy name. Great. And they're in the people that are, are having very ulterior motives and are just uh, power hungry and want to take it by, by any type of th- uh, tyrannical means they can promotes the name and, that's you know best the house and the farm nobody's going to actually read it and understand it and then they're going to get away with everything they want scot-free
0: yeah i know that uh i've fallen for a few of these things before i heard patriarch oh that sounds good uh, we, we we should definitely pass it now of course i know we shouldn't pass it and now i know right. and now i know to make sure to actually look to see what's in it the new deal i also thought a oh, new deal it sounds really great yeah we, we should pass it now i now i know that it already got passed obviously and right a lot of people they they give fdr too much credit in my opinion i think he's a socialist
1: no he, he was a flat-out communist he um he and stalin got along really really well they mm-hmm. they got to be great friends by talking about similar ideologies and everything uh during uh during world war ii and a lot of people um uh leave that out of history books. Yeah. You know, they, they leave out FDR's um, very blatant uh, promotion and love of communism. And they try to, you know, and like you said, they, they try to promote stuff like the New Deal um, yeah. or the Patriot Act or, I mean, countless others um, as good because the name sounds good. But when when you actually read them, I mean, you're just like, how in the world are people this dumb? <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Green New Deal is a great example of that. It sounds really great. It's awful.
1: it oh, takes dude.
0: So much freedom from the American people, and it doesn't well, do well. Not
1: any- only, dude. I mean, I mean, definitely that. But not only that. I mean, you have AOC going, the world's going to end. And uh, I was twelve years, but I think it's now like ten years because I think two years have passed since she said that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, you know it's it's like you know we need to pass this thing that's literally going to bankrupt our country. Yeah, I and talk- people think inflation's bad now. If dude, if that ever gets passed, we're gonna—I mean, might as well kiss kiss our country goodbye and either go to war or move somewhere else because
0: yeah, you,
1: everything's gonna be worthless. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was talking to my dad about her whole the world's gonna end in twelve years type of thing. Now mm-hmm. I I gotta thank him for telling me about this because I would have never thought about it this way. He already debunked it. This was about a year or two ago-ish. And uh, he told me, so the world's going to end in 12 years. 12 times 12 equals 144 for each month. So already this many months have passed. Wouldn't you think that we would have we seen some sort of drastic change by now? Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's why, you know, and that's a, that's another good good thing to point out uh, how climate change is just a hoax. I mean, it's, I mean, the climate does change like it's supposed to. It's, I mean, you know, you have cycles and the Earth's been around for a long time. And, um, I mean, yes, the climate's going to change. But as far as, like, global warming is going to kill everybody or global cooling is going to kill everybody. It's, I mean, you think people would get by now. If the Earth's warming up, they call it global warming. If it's cooling down, they call it global cooling. But it comes in cycles but everybody still promotes it as global warming or global cooling and says, Oh, we're all going to die. Yeah. I, and, I, and you know, and if people believe them and because they don't want to go research it for themselves.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Uh, in Illinois, I know that they were talking about the whole global warming thing a while back. So they said the more that we use gasoline and oil, the more this happens, coal, et cetera. So obviously with the whole COVID thing, We've reduced our numbers greatly for fossil fuels. Yeah. In Illinois, in Illinois, it's probably one of the hottest years we've ever had. It's been in the 90s It's going to be in the nineties for about a week, and it's actually hotter up here than it is in some places down south. Which obviously, people with more than two brain cells can tell that the south is normally hotter than the north.
1: Yeah, uh, I am. I, for one, am very glad that you Yankees are taking the heat because um, it's been so humid down here. Here it feels like a hundred degrees when in reality it's only like eighty, eighty, you know, eighty-five, something like that. The humid, the humidity down here just kills us. So I'm glad y'all are taking that extra heat up there. We need a small break.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, don't don't worry. I'm planning on going down south because. Uh... The North, the North is not what it used to be,
1: at all. Hate hate to tell you, son, the North has never been what everybody claimed it was.
0: Yeah, I know that.
1: that That's why everybody likes the South better.
0: Yeah, the South. I feel like you have more freedom to do what you want, especially now, because the North is, except for obviously in like the Midwest, and I'm not talking about Illinois area. I'm talking about like South Dakota uh, Nebraska, that kind of area. Right. Uh, you, you might be able to say you have freedom there, but in the South, I always saw the South as a place where you could be free because of all the, that there's not a lot of laws down there. And I know that a lot of people like to stereotype the South as redneck land or whatever they want to call it. But good, I
1: hope they keep doing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. When, uh, when something goes wrong, I'm telling you, Who's going to be prepared for? It? It's not going to be the Yankees up north. It's going to be the people down south.
1: Yeah, it's going to be us rebels. Mm-hmm. No, dude. Honestly, I mean, like that's that's a whole that's a whole other podcast uh, topic right there. But yeah, I mean, the the South has always been uh, made up of individuals uh, first to fight. You're actually fighting first, thinking second. Um, you know, in the American Revolution. Uh, Southern states fired the first shots uh, before the war even started uh, in Massachusetts and Lexington and Concord. Uh, Mm -hmm. They had already engaged the British uh, years prior on a couple different occasions. Um, And then you had, of course, the civil war, uh, which, you know, like I said, all this is a whole nother episode. This is just kind of a broad overview. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we lost the civil war, you know, the generals that won World War One, World War II, that, you know, fought China to a stalemate in Korea, that um, militarily won Vietnam, well, were all predominantly Southerners. I mean, most of your Medal of Honor recipients are Southerners. Most of your, um, you know, military men in general are Southerners, even though, you know, California's population, you know, is pretty close to the whole population of the South, we still, you know, it's is still we still have the patriotism for freedom and liberty burning. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of people hopefully don't know. And like I said, I hope they keep that redneck stereotype going because first of all, it's it's wrong. We don't have one. Or, or, or excuse me. We do have that stereotype. And I'm glad we have that stereotype because it's keeping people out. But the South, you know, I mean, it's not redneck. I mean, sure, in some parts it is, because stereotypes do exist for reasons, but it's, yeah. not, it's, it's not like the stereotype makes it out to be, I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah, I know that a lot of people, they like to stereotype the South still as racist, even though that slavery in that area has been gone for a while. Segregation has been gone for a while. Uh, of course, there's still some people out there that still think that it's a good idea, but it's nothing like it, what it used to be before it used to be, you could say whatever you thought out loud. Now, if you do it, your life's ruined. You lose your job. Mm -hmm. You, no one likes you anymore. You you can't, you can't say what you used to think back then. And I I don't, obviously, you know, I don't support racism. Right.
1: uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I don't either. I, you know, honestly, I don't think anybody, um, that me or you interact with um, in the politogram world does either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and know, I, I just I, I, if people support the hatred of somebody purely based on their skin color, which is what the definition of racism is, then they're scum. They're scum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, pre- people have people have prejudice present. Uh, I can't talk. People have prejudices based on skin color, which, I mean, in all honesty, is, you know, not unheard of. I mean, it's pretty common, mm-hmm. but it's not, um, you know, it's not something that is racist.
0: Yeah, I know that, uh, I know with the whole BLM movement, they uh, always say Black Lives Matter this, uh, you know, racist this, you um, racist that and the thing is that what they're there it's going to end up ruining our country even more because now you have black people in the country who feel like they can't do anything because they think they're oppressed and now you have white people feeling guilty because they also think black people are oppressed so there there's really no benefit to doing either because racism still exists in this country yes but it's so small in this country that it we shouldn't even be talking about it. I mean, we can still talk about it, obviously, but we shouldn't be acting like it's this gigantic issue in our country. There's a lot more issues going on in this country than racism.
1: Yeah. Dude, dude. I think racism is honestly the least of um, anybody's concern other than the other than. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I cannot talk. I think that racism is the least of anybody's concern other than the Democrats who try to use it to further their agenda, which is nothing but an all-out power grab. Mm
0: -hmm. And my, my point of view for them calling everything racist is if your ideas were really good, you shouldn't have to call us racist to actually push your agenda. You should actually be able to debate it with facts and knowledge instead of just trying to make us look bad.
1: Exactly. Or, you know, how about... Actually engages in a intellectual, intelligent argument instead of going, you're racist. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, at this point, like I said, they're changing the definition so much on different stuff. You know, racism doesn't really mean what the book definition says it is anymore. It means anybody that disagrees with a liberal.
0: Yep, yeah, they're gonna the the same thing's gonna happen to Nazi. I know they call anyone. I know that uh, this is a metaphor that people say. They say the left, the modern day left, calls anybody to the right of Stalin, Hitler. Yeah. And uh, dude, I,
1: I'm gonna actually steal that. That is a, that is a good. Um, that that is a good uh, good a good saying.
0: I mean, it's a good saying, but the the sad part is, it's a true saying.
1: Oh, it is. It is I mean. Dude, the 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 Democratic Party. Um, of JFK, I am not gonna lie. If I was alive back in uh, 1960, uh, I guess it was 1962, when they voted 19 yeah 1961 1962, um when JFK got elected, I would have probably voted for JFK. He was a Democrat, but he was an American. Some of his ideas were, um, a little to the left uh for my liking but he also had a lot of ideas that were way right that you know just wasn't um you know any type of uh, any type of oh what's the word I'm looking for it it, 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 it was it was party neutral mm-hmm. and I think that the Democratic Party now is just flat out communist. They they, they don't love America. They hate America. And yeah. I think that that's a huge difference. Um and I think that's one thing that the the Democrats just I mean, they're not even Democrats anymore. They're liberals, but they they're still keeping the name and like I said that they, they keep the names like we were talking about earlier to really try to uh, you know, tell people, hey, this is a good thing, when in reality it's not. And in real- reality, there's no Democrats left. You have Republicans, which aren't even Republicans. Republicans, the Republican Party is nothing more than what the Democratic Party used to be in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And all of these so-called uh, far-right extremists were what conservatives were in the 1950s and 60s. But instead, you have this whole changing definitions, changing words, And it's it's changing the entire outlook and it's changing the entire um, uh, intellectual fortitude to look back on history and understand things because they're changing words that should not be changed.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to – honestly, they're going to overuse these – they're going to misuse these words so much. that You're never going to be able to call someone racist, sexist, Islamophobic, homophobic, Nazi – you you know all these types of terms you're never going to be able to use them correctly again because they're going to misuse them so much it's going to change the definition
1: exactly and honestly I mean I'll be honest with you the, the definition of a homophobe is uh somebody that is scared of homosexuals yeah i don't know anybody that's scared of homosexuals but yeah. what it means now so is yeah, I, yeah but what it means now is somebody that doesn't like them and i'm like okay You can call me that. I'm not scared of them, but I don't like them. I don't like the lifestyle. I don't support it. I don't think it's something. It's totally against nature. I don't think it's something that ought to be practiced. But, you know, you start throwing around these terms. And I'm like, I'm not a homophobe because I'm not scared of them. I don't like them. I'm prejudiced against them. You know, and I'll admit that proudly. I don't give two shits whether people, you know, are okay with it or not. That's just who I am. That's how I am. Mm -hmm. But the danger is when you change words, it gives or it changes the meaning of older text and older documents. And it gives new wiggle room for people to try to change laws and change the constitution and change the articles of confederation and change the declaration of independence and change the bill of rights. And that's something that we really need to be careful of.
0: Yeah. I know that a lot of people, uh, modern day uh, they try to say the second amendment because nowadays they say that a well-regulated militia be necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep them arms shall not be infringed they say that it means that only the military should have guns so right which is total bs that 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 is bs because they they try to change the definitions and the thing that they need to understand is that The definition of the words means the definition of the time that it was written. So although it might mean something different today, if we look back at 1776, those words meant that there were supposed to be no gun restrictions. Exactly. And I'll admit that that also was another because the Second Amendment is a big, big issue. I, I know a lot about that. That's one of my best issues. I'd say abortion and the Second Amendment are probably my two best issues. Uh, to discuss but uh that they they just keep on trying to change it and they just don't understand if there's a document and it says something for example someone could now take what you said and they could say that you were very very pro-gay marriage because in the future the definition of what you said might mean something else obviously exactly and it's just if they do this I just don't understand because I think that if that if they start doing this, that just shows how idiotic our country has become, and it's sad to say.
1: Dude, I, I will tell you one thing. It's, it boggles my mind because it used to be so simple. It used to be liberty versus enslavement. It used to be capitalism versus communism. It used to – I mean everything used to be black and white, and in reality, it is still black and white. But so many people are trying to muddle it and are trying to confuse it and are trying to make things that aren't really there. They're trying to make things so, and you know, it's it it, just, it frustrates me to no end because I'm sitting there and you know I'm just like I don't I don't know where our country's gone. Like I honestly, don't.
0: Yeah, but it's, it's a scary thought because if you ask me, this country it was founded and we had so much freedom, and now we're losing, we're losing a little bit of liberty each day, and we're not doing anything about it. I know that we say, no, I oh, oh, hold on,
1: I'm gonna correct you real quick. We're giving away liberty each day. We're not losing it. We're giving it willingly.
0: Yeah, that that's actually. Thank you for correcting me because that that's the sad truth of today's reality. It, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, honestly,
1: back in the Civil War, um, when the South, uh, seceded from the federal government, that was that was, and the federal government came after them for it. That was the last time that the government legitimately took rights. Um, if you look at what rights American citizens had before and after that, you're gonna see a drastic difference. But after that, all of a sudden, people kept wanting safety. People, you know. I just taking stuff from one of uh, Ronald Reagan's speeches, you know, they kept wanting safety. They kept, you know, wanting, you know, peace at any price, you know, better, better red than dead, you know, and, you know, you'd rather live on your knees and down your feet. And they're just giving their liberty back to the government to where the government could become more and more tyrannical. And as we can see, it has been. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And that's, it's really upsetting because, you often see a lot of people say this. You you better not you better not make any more gun laws, or else this time we're gonna fight back. They make another gun law and they say, Alright, well, that that was just a bump stock, so I, I, I I'll I'll forgive that. But you better not make another gun law. They make another gun law and they do the same thing.
1: Exactly. And it just it keeps going and honestly, it is going to keep going until either A, they come and start taking weapons, which I think the majority of people will surrender their weapons um, and, or B, until something sparks a, an actual revolution, not this rioting thing they're trying to call a revolution, but a legitimate revolution. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's the only way it's going to stop it because you know the education systems are making people idiots. They're dumbing them down. There is – dude, technology, cell phones, Xboxes, everything – have, have, they've become so big and they've become so prevalent in our society that people aren't reading anymore. People aren't using their imagination. People aren't learning. People aren't having face-to-face conversations. People aren't, you know, understanding how to talk. And technology is a great thing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's allowing, yeah. you know, it's allowing us to do this podcast. You're in Illinois. I'm in Georgia. And, you know, and that's good if we use it for good. But there, but it's being used so much for bad and so much to mentally enslave the population. Um, I mean, well, me, yeah. me and you both deal with, um, you know, countless shadow bans, censoring the stuff on our Instagram accounts. I mean, we keep slugging through, but, you know, it's, it's something that's, that's you know, kind of rough to deal with because we're like, we want to get information out there. But people are just brainwashed, man. And it's just, it's not, it's not stopping. It's getting worse.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah technology it's one of those things that can be really great for us it, it, it's really great in general in my opinion the issue is that we became we become so reliant on it that we start to lose we, we start to rely on it so much that we can't de- do things ourselves anymore
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um I, I love to continue the conversation but mm-hmm. uh, podcast is uh getting pretty long i'm sure that i don't want to make it too long for the viewers
1: yeah uh yeah listen i
0: i oh sorry go ahead um i'll have you on another time i guess because i I, so far this is my first episode and i've really enjoyed it so far yeah man listen i
1: i'd love to be back on and um you know uh just for your listeners again um yeah, I mean, you're going to be on mine for the 4th of July. So, um, you yeah, know, we, we'll, we will definitely be recording uh, actually pretty soon, probably in the next 24 hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, go check out and Patriots podcast uh, or Liberty Dwells and follow him on Instagram, underscore patriots. Uh Great account. Thank you. Thank you.
1: But fair warning, though. Uh, I haven't taken a post, I uh, haven't taken a post down or apologized for a post yet. So if you see something that offends you, you might not want to follow.
0: Yeah, the the thing about him is that he he actually posts what he thinks. He doesn't care what others think. He posts his opinion. He does his research. He make he verifies everything before he posts it. And. Uh, it, it just shows that he's not in it for the clout. He he's in it to actually spread the message.
1: Yeah, and and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're also doing another podcast, am I right?
0: Uh, yeah, Liberty's Guardians. You uh you actually made the intro for it. Yeah,
1: because... and Lisa, I was I was honored to do so, man. That's I am ex- I'm ecstatic about you know y- y'all's podcast just starting to kind of come up. I mean, y'all y'all definitely have access to a lot more. A lot more people than I do, and I think it's really great that y'all are wanting to to start these discussions, to have people listen, to have people talk about it, and spread the word about liberty.
0: hmm Yeah, a lot of people – I know Benjamin – or uh, Thomas Jefferson, he said uh, He said never to give away a little bit of liberty for temporary security or safety. Yep. Is either Thomas Jefferson or Benjamin Franklin, I don't want to get them wrong, so – yeah, it was. And that obviously that wasn't a uh, uh, quote. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. You know, what? I, I will say um, before I sign off, because I, I know you don't want to make it too long. It's getting it's creeping up on an hour. But um, I do want to leave everybody with this is everybody knows the saying the tree of liberty must be reflect, refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants. Uh, that's actually not the original quote. It's the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots. And tyrants, and I think mm-hmm. that's important to remember because, um, if you don't love liberty that much, that you aren't willing to die for it, then you aren't a patriot, and we don't, we don't we don't we don't want you saying you're a patriot.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, peaceful slavery or dangerous freedom. You can't pick both. No, nope. you can't pick the safety and the freedom. It's, it's one or the other. It is. You, it is then
1: i that i agree with you completely on that
0: and it's sad to see that people are giving away a little bit of liberty for temporary security and the uh, you will no one will ever be able to change my mind that giving the government more power will be a mistake Mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm.
1: That that is powerful man
0: that is
1: powerful yep all right, brother. Well, and, I I guess I'm gonna gonna head off here. Thank you so much for having me on, having me on your podcast. I'm I'm just I'm flat out honored to be your first guest on here.
0: Yeah. Well, I figured I uh, you inspired me to start it. I figured, and I thought that obviously your experience with it. So.
1: Yeah. I
0: uh, I, I, so. I try. I try. <laughs> yeah. I, Again check out uh, pack and Patriots Instagram and underscore Patriots and make sure to check out his podcast. You can find it on Spotify uh, where Liberty dwells. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say or is th- th- just this about it?
1: Uh, you know what uh, I, again, I just want to thank you for having me on and um, you know hopefully uh, people listening to this uh, start thinking because I think uh, when it's all said and done, that's all we're trying to do is to get people thinking about freedom, to get them, you know, considering liberty and just and just, you know, wanting wanting it for themselves. And I think that's all that's all we can ask for in what we're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I completely agree. All
1: right. Well, uh, I want to I going to shoot off of here, but I'll I'll let you end it real quick, uh, saying the last word if you want to
0: yeah uh, make sure to continue listening to the podcast uh, uh, again look at where Liberty dwells and uh, we're gonna have a, I'm gonna have another podcast going on with a few others uh, Liberty's guardians and uh, make sure to follow me on instagram at the melted snowflake and that's about it uh, happy Fourth of July this episode was recorded a few days before the fourth. So in case you were confused by some of the stuff we said, date-wise, that's why. Uh, Thank you for listening, and view me another time on the political snowfall.